welcome to the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beyer, founder of Intuitive Edge Coaching and creator of the Elemental Entrepreneurship Framework. I use the elements, earth, air, fire, water, and spirit as a lens for understanding business and life. As you begin to understand each element, you can become an alchemist, able to powerfully blend the elements to transmute, transform, and create mysteriously potent outcomes with ease, leaving the people around you wondering, how are they doing that? As we navigate the unique challenges and joys that come with being a creative entrepreneur or professional artist, the Elemental Entrepreneurship Framework provides a guide to help you understand yourself, cultivate balance, and alchemize your business for magical results. I'm glad you're here. Hello, friends. Get in here. I want to talk about an entrepreneurial concept today that in elemental entrepreneurship I call ground floor, top floor. And this is an air concept in elemental entrepreneurship terms. So ground floor, top floor is about what the perspective that you're looking at your business Oh, this is a sentence that I set up with terrible grammar. Let me see if I can reset my grammar. What is the perspective from which you are looking at your business? There we go. That makes more sense. Are you looking at your business from the ground floor or from the top floor? There's nothing wrong with either of them. We need both perspectives. But most new entrepreneurs, especially service or craft-based business owners, spend all their time all their time on the ground floor. So I want to talk a little bit about what this means. The idea that I have when I think about it is like the movie Secret to My Success, that like 80s movie with Michael J. Fox. It is working in the mailroom, right? You are involved in the day-to-day small minutia of the business. Your understanding of the company is granular. It's focused on what is directly in front of you and the work that needs to be done today. And a lot of it is busy work that's just designed to keep the company moving. So the way that I like to think about this, or like the example I was thinking about sharing today is... um, is being a Pilates teacher, because that is a world that I come from. I was a movement teacher for many years. I taught in dance and yoga studios, but there's a very specific place I worked at that I wanted to use as my example for today. I worked at a very high-end she-she Pilates chain. It was attempting to become a national Pilates chain in the Bay Area. And they had studios in the Bay Area, LA and New York. They were trying to go worldwide. And it was one of those places where classes were like 25 to $35 drop in and they were in really bougie neighborhoods. They had like cold pressed juice fridge in the front and everyone who worked out there was moneyed It was an interesting teaching environment. I will tell you that. So when you are a teacher at a studio, especially a place like that, you are a specialist, right? I was a specialist. I only ever had to think about 
the environment that I was creating for my classes. So maybe I was thinking about, or I was thinking about people's bodies, right? I was like, oh, I'm noticing that I'm getting a lot of people who have lower back pain. So I'm going to construct a class where I specifically address some of the symptoms of that, or I'm going to build a class that's focused on spinal rotation today. So I was thinking about their bodies and I was creating programming for their bodies. I was thinking about playlists. I was thinking about what's the vibe that I want to create in my class today. Do I want to have a really high energy, like fun, upbeat class? Or do I want to have a really introspective, slow flow focused class? Do I want to get into detail today? What do I want to do in the classroom? What's the vibe I want to create? What am I going to wear to class? Am I posting on social media and reminding people that I'm teaching class today? And then just being there, right? I showed up, said hi to the front desk person, put my stuff in my locker, went into the classroom, hooked up my playlist, put on my mic and zoned in. And I got to be a specialist. I never had to think about things like, What is the payment processor that the studio uses so that students can swipe their credit cards here? Or do people have class passes or do they all come through drop-in? Do my customers, like, do they park here? Do they get their parking validated? How does that work? Never had to think about that. I never had to think about the overall marketing for the studio. I never had to think about substitutes, right? If I needed to sub out a class at some places you do your own subbing, but if I needed to sub out a class at that place, I just told them there was a day I wasn't available and someone else was in charge of subbing me out for that class with someone else who was on the sub list. I never had to think about who was on the sub list. I never had to think about teacher training. I never had to think about any of those things. I got to be a specialist. I never had to think about like, where does the toilet paper in the bathrooms come from? Where do we source that from? The liability forms that people sign to come to class, never had to think about it. Never once wasn't my purview. I just got to teach my classes. Now there was someone who wasn't even all the way top floor, someone who was like midway up, who thought about a lot of those other things. The person who was in charge of managing that particular branch and franchise was the person who was thinking about where do we get toilet paper from and where do people park? The next person up was the person who thought about who does our payment processing, who takes our credit cards, who provides the swipe machine that the credit cards come from, where do our computers come from? The design and layout of each studio with the front desks and where the locker rooms are. The person who was the manager of that particular venue, they didn't think about that. Someone up above thought about that, right? And I know who the owner was, so I know that guy, right? So what he was thinking about is things like quality control, full brand vision. Is it the full brand vision that we're going to have 30 studios by the end of next year? And if that's the full vision, right, for the brand is that we're going to be a national brand with 30 studios in the next year, what do I need to do? He's thinking about real estate. He's thinking about relationships with contractors. He's thinking about equipment vendors and the pricing on if I order five Pilates reformers versus 15, and then do I have to store them? If it's cheaper for me to buy 15, do I need storage? And how does that factor? He's thinking about the overall consistency of the branding design, 
does the logo at the New York store look like the logo at the San Francisco store? If somebody is to go into a store in any one of our locations, do they all look the same? Do the front desks look the same? Are the things that are offered at the juice bar in the front the same? Or are we slightly catering each location to its neighborhood? How corporate do we want to be versus how personalized? These are the things that he's thinking about. That wasn't on my radar. I don't have to think about that. I don't have to think about the relationship with the vendor for the shampoo and the conditioner that goes in the containers in the locker rooms at 30 stores. I don't think about that. He does. He's thinking about Standard operating procedures for front desk people. Are all of the front desk people at every single store trained the same way? And what is that vibe? What do we want people to feel when they walk in? Do we want our front desk people to be a little bit aloof and really gorgeous and a little cold? Or do we want our front desk people to be really warm and really welcoming? What do we want the vibe to be when people walk in? What kind of music is piped in over the speakers? Do we have a corporate SoundCloud account where like the same front desk person in San Francisco is listening to the same music as the front desk person in New York right now? Or does everyone get to like pick their own music? He's thinking about things that I never, ever touched. He's holding the long-term vision for the whole franchise. He's thinking about teacher training, merchandising, t-shirts, How many customers do we need at every single store to stay on track to open the next store in a month? How many real estate deals do I need to be closing this year to be on track for our goal of 30 stores in the next year, right? Like the level of things that he's looking at are very big picture. He's looking at the company from the top floor. He's surveying every moving piece. He's not personally delegating all of these things. He's not personally building each studio with his hands. He's not personally training the teachers. He's not personally changing the toilet paper in the bathrooms, but he's got a hand in the majority of these decisions. And if he doesn't, he directly is in communication with the person he hired to be in charge of those decisions. But he's looking at all of the moving pieces from a distance, from way up high. Where are we headed? Where are we going? How are we going to get there? What are the metrics that we're tracking to see if we're getting there? And are we on track? Are we monitoring our financial bottom lines? How's this all moving? And then there's me, right? My little ground floor role in this operation. Arguably the most important, right? The teachers are arguably the most important part of this brand, right? After the look and feel and vibe of the studio that sets the tone for the clientele, there is the educational experience that people have when they walk in the door. The teachers are the stars, right? So I got to be the talent, right? I just get to walk in and have a sparkling personality and lead people through a good workout and take care of their bodies, have the specialized granular knowledge of like, flexion, extension, rotation, right? I'm paying attention to spines and sweat and modifications and whether or not exercises are contraindicated for pregnant people. The owner of the company doesn't know that shit. I know it because I'm a specialist. So this is the difference, right? Between the ground floor view and the top floor view. So what happens when a ground floor person decides I'm going to strike out on my own? 
I'm going to go have my own Pilates business. I'm going to do it all online. I'm ditching the studio model, for example. And I'm now going to do this all on my own. Like, why do I need to give this guy a cut? I'm the specialist. I'm the one who knows bodies. I don't need to make $25 to teach this class when I know that I have a class of 15 people who all paid $25 to be here. All that money should be going to me. Fuck this. I'm striking out on my own. And we figure we know everything that there is to know about this business. I've taught in enough studios. I understand the basics, right? So, okay, like people need to have a way that they can pay and they need to come to class. Like what else do they need? And then you just start going, right? And this is the point that a lot of the people who work with me come to me because I was in this point for a long time where I wasn't really a business owner as much as I was a freelancer. I just did the thing. And if I noticed there was a gap, I usually noticed there was a gap because someone asked me for something that I didn't have, right? So someone was like, well, what's your cancellation policy? Oh shit, better get one. What's your refund policy? Oh shit, better get one. Do you take American Express? Oh fuck, I don't know. Let me figure that out today. Um, Do you have a liability waiver? Oh fuck, let me get one, right? So usually I didn't know there was a gap in my knowledge or my planning until someone asked me for something that I didn't have or God forbid there something went wrong there was some kind of disaster. People were asking me about like ASCAP licensing and like, what is the rule for playing music in your classes? If you, you know, will you, will you get in, in legal trouble for that kind of stuff? And I was like, oh, a studio always handled this for me. I don't know. And then where is this business going? What are my plans? What are my goals and metrics that I'm tracking? How many students do I want to have by when? How much money, right? Usually we know at least how much money we want to make a month, but sometimes we don't even know that. How many students would I need to have to make that much money? How many students do I need to have on packages versus drop-in to make that much money? How do I get that many students? How much advertising do I need to be doing to pull in that many people? Am I giving people their first class free? Am I running bring a friend deals? Am I doing back to school specials? Am I doing a flash sale for Christmas? Am I like, how am I doing this? And what are my long-term goals and visions for how this is all going to work? Do I want to do all of this myself or do I want to eventually hire someone? If I was going to hire someone, what would they do? And do I have an easy way for them to step into the business and start supporting me? Or does all of the information only live in my head? for how this all runs. Trying to run a business from the ground floor and never hang out on the top floor is not the best strategy for success. As a solo entrepreneur, and you can be a solo entrepreneur, you can be completely on your own, or you could build a team, or you can have contractors. There's lots of different ways to do this. But as a solo entrepreneur, all of those roles in that business are you, the top floor CEO, the middle executive, the specialist, the janitor, all of them are you. So you're the person figuring out what's the brand of toilet paper that we should carry in our locker room bathrooms. You're the person trying to figure out, you know, if you are going to have a brick and mortar, where should we buy our equipment from? Who's going to do our flooring? Do we have a handyman on that we can call in? Who's our front desk person? How do students check in? You've got to figure all of that stuff out. And it's a lot easier to start figuring all of that stuff out from the top floor versus figuring it out from the the ground floor when there's a crisis or something catches on fire 
or someone's standing in front of you asking for something that you don't have. Visiting the top floor and taking this broad perspective of what's going on in your business and what you want to have go on in your business gives you a roadmap so that when you go back down to the ground floor, you know what you're doing and why. And you're not just a dog chasing a car. I'm sharing all of this because this is really what we do in coaching. And it is particularly what I do with people during an elemental coaching day. I'm going to be talking about elemental coaching days all week on social media because my books for the rest of the year are closing on Friday. I have, I did have 10 spots left, but somebody booked one this morning. So I have nine spots left for the rest of the year. Right now, before we head into quarter four, while the, where there's still a month of quarter three, is a really great time to start heading up to the top floor in your business and thinking about how you want to close out this year. Have you reached your financial goals? Have you reached your sales goals? If not, what can you do in quarter four to help get you closer? Are you going to do a Black Friday launch? Are you going to do a holiday sale? Maybe you're in an industry where back to school is really important. I mean, we are there now. Maybe you're in an industry where New Year's, right? If you work in any wellness area, we know New Year's is like our Super Bowl. All of the New Year's resolution people are there and ready to spend money. Are you going to get a slice of that money? If you are, That's a plan you need to be making now and starting to do all of the back-end work of getting a landing page together or a payment process together, getting your advertising, getting your marketing copy together, knowing what it is that you're going to share and where so that you are ready when that day comes, not scrambling the day before you're like, oh shit, I should have something for sale tomorrow. Let me throw something up that's going to take you away from spending the holiday with your family. You want to get all of that stuff organized and ready to go well ahead of time. If you are starting your business next year, does that mean you're going to start thinking about it in January or January? Do you want to open the doors? If January you want to open the doors, then right now is when you want to be planning for Q4 because Q4 is when you're going to be laying all of the groundwork to get everything ready so that you can open the doors and start serving people in January. Otherwise, if you're going to start thinking about it in January, you're not really going to have the doors open until quarter two, right? Till spring of next year, till summer of next year. The sooner you start going up to the top floor and making plans and getting a very clear, expansive view of what is behind you and what is ahead, you can start to create a plan for what you need to do in order to accomplish your goals. What do I need to do once I get back to the ground floor? It is very important as a small business owner and especially as a solo entrepreneur to regularly step out of the day-to-day flow of the business and into surveying and planning from the top floor so that when you get back down, you know what you're doing and why. So in an elemental coaching day, we spend a day together on the top floor and we assess where is your business at, what's working, what's not working, what do you want, what are your goals, and what do we need to do to get you there? What are the systems that we need to create to get you there? What's missing? What infrastructure pieces are not there that would facilitate you getting to this goal quickly? And how do we do that? 
when you leave your elemental coaching day, you will have a map that gives you exact next steps that you need to take in your business in order to have flow day to day flow. I get up every day and I know what I'm doing and it's moving me in the direction of sales of cash, right? Because no matter what, if we're talking about a business, the goal is sales. So in an elemental coaching day, we'll do a short application call. You apply for that link in my bio is there. You click, you apply for an application call, fill out a little application. Tell me what's going on. We hop on a very brief call, 15 to 20 minutes usually. And you just kind of tell me a little bit about yourself and what's going on. And we make sure that the vibe is right, that we feel like we're a good fit to work together. Once we've decided that we're moving forward, we start with a 45 minute strategy session. So in that call, I like to just ask a ton of questions so that I understand exactly what it is that we're going to tackle during our day on the top floor of your business together. Sometimes I'll send you a spreadsheet thing. Sometimes I send you things in advance of our session, depending on what we're going to be working on during the coaching day so that we have all of the information that we need right in front of us when we get to work and we don't waste any of your day needing to go off and find information. Right now, all of my coaching days are virtual. If you're in Los Angeles and you wanted to work together one-on-one, that may be able to be arranged. But for the most part, all of my coaching days are virtual. Because they're all virtual, we do tend to split them into two sessions. So a three-hour session and then a break and then another three-hour session. So sometimes this is like we do a Thursday and a Friday or a Tuesday and a Thursday. I've had some people make them be a week apart, but it tends to be nice to do a back-to-back one day and then the next. And we split them into two days just because it's a lot to be on Zoom for six hours. So we split it up overnight, a three-hour and a three-hour. You receive all of the recordings, the materials, the trainings, anything that we go through together during your day, you get that afterwards and that is yours to keep. And then a really lovely thing about these is that afterwards, after the end of your second session, you get two weeks of Voxer access to me, which is just a chat app that allows you to hit me up and ask questions. So sometimes we're going through so much information or you start implementing and a new question comes up. You have something that you want to know. And so you can just shoot me a voice note or a text through Voxer and ask your question and get feedback for two weeks after that call. Coaching is really, really helpful for taking apart blind spots and roadblocks in your business. So sometimes we can stay stuck for a really long time in, I don't know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm going to offer for Black Friday. I don't know if I should do a holiday deal or a New Year's thing. I don't know how many sales I need to make to hit my goals. I don't know what I should price this at. And that I don't know can stop us in our tracks and keep us from progressing. And so when you have a coach with you, you have a thought partner. You have someone to sit there with you and not be, not accept, I don't know, as the answer. We'll figure it out. I, if I don't know, we have a supercomputer in our pocket. We can figure out what it is that you need to do to make this plan come to fruition. But most of the time, you actually do know. You just need someone there next to you helping you make connections and helping to pull out your best ideas and 
guide your natural instincts toward an action plan. And that is what your coach is doing for you. That is what I do for you as your coach in a session like this is just let you talk out all of your ideas and help you pull out the best nuggets and move them into a structure and a plan that you can then work off of and execute on your own. So you can use your elemental coaching day for really anything, but some of the things that I've done with people in the past in these days are things like outlining a program or a course. So somebody has an idea for a program, but they've never created a curriculum and taken the idea out of their head to break it down and map out exactly how it is that they would teach it as a program or a course, who it would be for how to make the curriculum impactful. What are all the technical tools and the next steps in making that happen? I've done that in a coaching day. Sometimes if there's time left over, we could also then go into creating a marketing plan or creating promotional content for that course. Business model design. So clarifying what it is that you do, who it is that you serve, what your pricing is, how to structure your services in a way that helps you communicate exactly what your business is and how it works to your people um, and making sure that the way your business is designed fits your strengths, your desires, how you want to be working and really makes sense for you. Setting up sustainable systems. So building or cleaning up your existing business systems and your standard operating procedures, creating procedures where there aren't any, pulling the the way that the workflow happens out of your head and into a document or a spreadsheet or a manual so that you can have help figuring out exactly what it is that you can delegate and what the workflow process would look like if you weren't trying to do everything yourself, figuring out ways that you can automate or delegate things in order to free up your schedule so that you can spend more time where you need to be in your in your business, which is in your zone of genius, which is also your zone of profit. So we can use that time to build an ideal day-to-day flow or weekly flow or monthly flow routines, figuring out plans that allow you to focus on what really matters for you to be doing in your business and get everything that doesn't need your hands on it delegated to someone else. Business clarity. So figuring out your specific projects, your plans, your goals, what exactly are you selling? What are you working on behind the scenes and what's actively running for the next 90 days or quarter by quarter for the year? So that would be if you wanted to come together and go straight into quarter four planning, we could just sit down and like nail out that blow by blow. What are you going to do for the end of 2021 and into the beginning of 2022? Those numbers don't sound real every time I say them. And then the next thing is like your dream to reality plan. So say you are completely in the idea phase. You have an idea for a business or a project and you're not sure how to bring it out of your dreams and into the real world. We can use a CEO day or a coaching day to strategize and plan the step-by-step process that you're going to use to bring your vision to life. And that's just like some of the things that we've done. It can be a mix and match of any of those things but they are tailored to your needs. So we would figure out in your application call and in your strategy session, exactly what it is that you want to do during our time together to make sure that you get everything you can possibly get during this time. I find that these work really well for people who 
do work well on their own and are self-motivated, but they sometimes struggle with that top floor arena. They struggle with the planning. So getting together and taking that step back to look at what's going on, figure out what all of the next steps are. And then once you have the map, you can execute. This is a really good option for you. This is also how I work with my coaches. I'm not necessarily the kind of person who needs someone hovering over me. I'm very independent. I like to do things myself. So I tend to get with my coaches quarterly and do a big day and map out what I'm going to do over the next three, six, nine months of my business. And then I go off and execute and I come back to them and say, okay, I did everything that we talked about. Here's what happened. What's next. And that is a way that I really enjoy working. So if you're also that kind of person where you don't need tons of accountability and handholding long-term, you really just need the plan. And then once you have the plan, you're going to hit the ground running, then an elemental coaching day is an excellent option for you. If you're interested, as I said, I have nine spots left for the whole rest of the year, nine spots left. My books are closing on Friday, Friday, the third, my books close for the rest of the year. So I have nine spots left, four more days that you can grab one. So if you think that this is something you might want at any point between now and 2022, book the application call. Once you're on the books, you're on the books. Um, we can schedule you out for anywhere through now in December, but you need to have your application called booked by Friday to reserve one of those nine spots. And even if you decide that you don't want to do a day with me, I hope this concept of ground floor, top floor is helpful for you and that you can take that into your own life and into your own business and think about when do I need to get granular? When do I need to be down in the dirt, getting my hands dirty, getting dirt under my fingernails, being in the work? And when do I need to step back and survey the work from above and think about where is this all headed? What is this all leading up to? What do I want this to yield for me growing, going forward, growing forward and going forward? Am I happy with what I'm doing? Do I feel on track? If not, what changes do I need to make so that when you get back down there, you have a clearer understanding of what you're doing and you can work smarter, more efficiently, with more ease, with less anxiety, with more flow, with more grace, because you feel confident in where you're headed and why you're doing the things that you're doing day to day. All right. Those are my thoughts. If you feel like an elemental coaching day is for you, click the link in my bio. It'll take you to the page. You can read all about it. You can book your application call and we will take it from there. Okay, love you, bye. That's our episode for today. Thank you as always for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time, so many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at Intuitive Edge Coaching or join my Facebook group, Unstuck Group, to suggest topics or people that you'd like to hear me interview on this show. Have a great day.